This episode is brought to you by the YouTube channel Comic Pop. If you enjoy this show, subscribe to youtube.com slash comic pop for even more deep dives into your favorite comics. Hello everybody and welcome to Off the Rack, I'm Sal. I'm Tiffany. This is a comic book review show where we take the books from the past week, recap them, review them, tell you what we thought about them, and then recommend books that are coming out this week we think you should buy. That being said, we're going to be changing things up a little bit. We're still going to talk about comics, but at the end of the show we're also going to talk about that episode of WandaVision, which is to say... The one that just came out. Yeah. Uh, everyone's talking about it. Why not us? We have a comic book review show. Why shouldn't we talk about it? So know. we're going to. Also, everybody really wants to talk about it. Everybody wants to hear our thoughts on it. Everybody wants to, you know, chime in. And what better place or way to do it than here on Off the Rack? In fact, you can do so by using Super Chats and sponsor today's episode. All you got to do is use the Super Chats and the proceeds go into the infrastructure that allows us to continue to make these programs. So if you want to sponsor today's show, ask a question or make a comment using the Super Chats. And we'll make sure to put it here on the show and then you're here immortalized for all time. So future generations are unearthing all the digital data of all these different things back during the period when everybody who had their own show, they will remember Nutsuck69's question about WandaVision. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, uh, let's jump into it. Uh, there there are a few books that came out this week, but before we do, I also want to do a little bit of house cleaning. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you for being here. Yeah. You're great. Thanks. Uh, and uh, and you're fine as well. Oh, that's that's all I could hope for. I'll take it. I'll take it. That's very nice. Uh, but, yeah, um, we uh, we did, we, we decried, eh, I won't lump you into this, I decried shorts. Uh, but I was informed, apparently, if you do it for like a month, that's when it really takes hold. I think that's a goal post-moving. Sure. Uh, I, I mean, think that's a can-kicking. I think you just like making them because they're short. They are. They're fun. If, they're I short. I mean, they're called shorts, but I mean, like, they're they're smaller videos that, like, you get the satisfaction of completing a task. Exactly. Check. That's true. And in fact, if you haven't already seen it, you should. We did a very condensed... Kind of like sister sequel to our Spider-Man girlfriend video from a couple of years ago, where we just gave you every Spider-Man hookup in yeah. continuity, in order. We left off a couple. Sue Storm was a retcon by Dan Slott, so technically, eh, don't know if it counts. Uh, but I will say that uh, big special shout out to our graphic lead and COO of Comic Pop Tiffany for uh, creating the little graphics for us. Yeah, they were. They're fun. They're great. I didn't I think have a lot of time. You did not. I but, had you know, that's, very little time. And that's time. the idea. Like, you know, no, this is no, this is they, all they, we're they, learning they, on the it job. Could have, it could have been so much better. Yeah, well, you know what? No one watched it anyway. So. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Yay! Huzzah for Bundaberg. Bundaberg ginger beer. The only ginger beer I'll drink. They don't pay us anything. Yet. And all they have to do to pay us is send us more Bundaberg. They make a whole bunch. I know. I want more. I want to try the other things. What other flavors does, does, does Bundaberg come in? They've got sarsaparilla. Mm. They've got an apple cider. Oh. Yeah. I got to tell you, though, this ginger beer is where it's at. Ben brought it to us uh, Thanksgiving. And we've never looked back. I'm like, I'm like, wait, are we actually shilling for them right now? Just showing a, a, a taste. I'm like, yeah, Like that's this right. delicious and, taste of this Bundaberg. And eat Cape Cod reduced fat kettle chips. Hey, if they want to send us kettle chips, I'm down. I finished, Listen, I both finished, of those. I was starving. I finished my chips. So I understand. I'm in a better mood, too, now. Good, all right. Well, Brian Rowland says, great work last <laughs> week on the live show. Despite a snowstorm and early audio issues, all the effort you guys put in is noticed and greatly appreciated. Brian, that makes it all worthwhile. It Thank does. You. Fun fact. 
we streamed from my side of of the office where I do Twitch, and then I forgot that um, the <laughs> my setup was set up for YouTube, and I went live. And so for a quick second, there was a little Ripley video up there, which I warned Sal about. He took down. Yes. Well, Oops. it was all videos that we release are unlisted, so oh, nobody really? saw it when it came out for like the fraction of a second. That you were like, "Ooh." Yeah, I was like, "That was weird." I didn't have to. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, if you do uh, like Twitch, go to twitch.tv slash pop. Follow. Cost nothing to do so. And you will be notified the second that this young lady plays video games, which are, of course, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Watch her play Batman. She has a hilarious Batman impression. You won't hear it on this show. No. You can only catch it on twitch.tv slash pop. So go over there and follow. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you get some fun emotes. She made those. I'm very impressed with them because I, I have working, no artistic I was effort. working on one and then I got pulled onto the Spider-Man You did. Project, you went so on the Spider-Man project. That's right. That never happened. Yes. If Twitch became a big thing or <laughs> if Tiffany had a show on Comic Pop that produced the way that like Elseworlds and yeah, Author Act did, you could work for Comic Pop full time. Yeah, but I can't, so. Well, no, no, no. You could. Uh. It's all up to them. What's happening? Raj Patel says, hey guys, hope the snowstorm yesterday and the one from a few days ago didn't ruin your day. Missed the recent local comic shop run, but uh, I'm not missing off the rack. Uh, that's fine. No, everything was fine. It was, uh, compared to the two feet of snow, it was yesterday's a cake. It was a walk in the park. It was totally okay. And, uh, the, the one before that, that was rough. That's right. That was real rough. It was. It was rough. It was oh, hard. God. But we did it. And you did it. You uh, you got the, the snowblower working. The tiny one that we have, which is great. And thank you so much to our friend who gave us that. That's right. That was a wedding present. It was. Zameen Pasha says, love that X-Men and, T and Fantastic Four are coming to the MCU, but you, I hate that they picked. You said me for a second. I did, because I'm so used to seeing it. When I see <laughs> FF, it's usually after the TI. But I hate the fact they picked the most bland director for Fantastic Four. MCU makes risky choices for less risky projects like Guardians of the Galaxy, Thor 3, and they work brilliantly but refuse to do it for bigger projects, which really sucks. Eh, I mean, really, like, is it? I mean, Spider-Man, street level, not Avenger, not really a big deal. Peyton Reed, I think he's from Ant-Man. Ant-Man's not a big project. You can shoehorn in smaller things, but maybe, like, maybe Peyton's like, eh, I'm gonna have some fun with this one. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, the reality is they're gonna, you know, if... if if Fantastic Four miss like stumbles in any way under Reed, they'll just hand it to somebody else immediately. Yeah, I'm shocked what TT didn't get it. I'm not. No? I'm sure they want a specific feel. Yeah, yeah, homogenized. Yeah, <laughs> that's certainly what they'd get under Peyton Reed. Uh, so yeah, let's jump into it. So there are some books that came out. What you? Uh, what have we got here? Well, I didn't bring one of the books that I read because mm -hmm. I actually got a physical of it because yes. I was like, this book exists? Question mark. Right? And it did. That's and right. I that's picked right. it up and then I read it and then I left it at home. Yeah, that's right. I'm like every kid ever. Mm -hmm. Well, I left it at home. I did it though. Yeah. All right. Well, it. then you're going to be put on the spot. All Do right. your book report for this. I'll see how book. much I can remember without having it in, like in front of me. Yeah. Um. Hey guys, did you know that there was a Man Bat mini series coming out? It's five issues. It's written by Dave. What? Wheelgoes? Who's Wheelgoes? With art by Sumit Kumar. No. And uh, I didn't, but we did go to a local comic book store uh, down at Comic Fortress. That's right, in Somerville, New Jersey? Yes, and um, I was literally just walking along, and they were like, check this out. I was like, okay, cool. Um, and then I double-checked that it came out on February 2nd, so I can still right. talk about it. Um, and it's just literally, it's just like, hey, let's talk a man-bat story. And that's it. Like, it's just a, a man-bat story. It's just like, a, hey, it has nothing to do with Justice League Dark. 
Batman's in it. That's weird. Shouldn't it? I think it's supposed to be like it could take place it's anytime. Like, it's like a self-contained yeah, man-bat story. It's, and it's interesting. It's like... The cover li- certainly implies that. It's literally like at the beginning of the story, it's telling one story. And then by the end, I'm like, what are we doing? And so I don't know how I feel about it, but I do know I'm picking up the second issue. The first part of this is very much loaded with like um, Kirk Langstrom's struggle with the serum and the idea that like he was meant to be off of it. His wife confronts him with a vial she found in their home. Is this yours? Yeah. Well, yeah. She's like, "Are you man betting again?" Well, no. It's it's actually really well like done. I would assume where she confronts him about it, and he's just like, "No, I'm I'm trying to perfect it. It's gonna be awesome." And like, she's like, "You were you were trying to like I backed you on this because we were gonna cure deafness because of like your sister and like hmm. you know like you've completely like fallen off because of this because you crave that and blah 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 and like." So they get into a whole thing and like you get the like addiction vibes, right? right and like, right. you know, she says she's like, You're addicted to this and you'd rather be Man bad. You'd rather be man bad than be with me. Right. And then she goes, like, I found this vial a week over like a week ago. Mm-hmm. And I have been waiting for you to come clean about it. Mm. And then like she's like got a rolling bag and she leaves. Mm. And then he's like, Where are you going? And she's like, I'm I I'm leaving. Right. And she's like, I've been moving my things out for the past few weeks. And you've never noticed. Yeah. Mm. And I'm like, Oh, that's rough, man. Yeah. So then, like, he basically takes the vial because he's like, I'll prove her wrong. By being mad, by being mad. I'll show her that man back can be, like, a good guy. Uh, I'll prove her wrong. By being, by continuing to be addicted to being man back. Right. (laughs) He's like, and I'll I'll fix the problems with it and it's going to be awesome. And so, like, he takes flight and, and there's a crime happening. And he tries to stop it, and in doing so, he causes a calamity. Batman mm. shows up, and like you know, he's just like, oh, the he like takes up the mantle of the bat, but he doesn't understand like what it is to be the bat. Um, it's all broken because it's man bat thinking, right, it, you know right, 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 okay. But like, he inevitably ends up like causing an explosion that deafens a whole bunch of folk. Oh, and like, so Batman takes him back to the Batcave, and like Kirk wakes up and is like, what happened? He's like. He's like, let me go. And he's like, I, I saved everyone. You're trying to make it seem like I didn't help people. Like, I stopped the crime. And he's like, yeah, no, not really. Mm-hmm. He's like, that said, like, I want, I didn't want them to arrest you as man bad. I wanted them to arrest you as a person. <laughs> so I, I took you and like, I, it, do you know how hard it was to like... Isolate the man bad compound? Well, well no, system? to get you to change back this time. Oh, it's like harder. Yeah. And so essentially he's like, oh, also, um, I looked into it and you're real messed up. And it's like it's destroying it's killing you. you. Cool. Okay. And like you're going to die because of the man bat serum. It's just in your body now. Yeah. And so like he turns him over to GCPD because they're waiting. Yeah. And um he is uh being carted off and like man bat starts talking to him almost like the symbiote. <laughs> right. And he's just like, No, we'll show her. Right. Because like Kirk's like, oh, I bet she's laughing about this right now, blah, blah, blah. Like he's just so like, yeah, it's like gone. no, she's not laughing, man. She's sad. Yeah. And Man Bat's like, man, you know, but you gotta keep being me though. Yeah, no, we'll but figure you should probably just let me go. I yeah. mean, like, I'll help you solve all this, and then we can like, you know, fix those Jeff people too. That's what you wanted to do anyway. Right. At one point he's just like, How dare he wep- or she weaponized my sister against me? Like right, kind of right, thing. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And so he man bats out and takes off, and then we see Amanda Waller. Who they're like talking about the man bat problem and how mm. like Gotham has like too many vigilante issues and like they're like oh sure you're gonna let Batman take care of this obviously he can't this looks like a job for the Suicide Squad and I'm like what okay Suicide Squad's coming to man bat but I'm like but I thought this was a a story about addiction and it like its destructive nature on someone's life and how it not only like ruins them but like destroys the family as well and it's like I guess it's that but also the Suicide Squad 
Right. Because they have to sell books. Well, and maybe we want to put <laughs> him on the Suicide Squad. Maybe the next Suicide Squad book will have Man Bat, and they're like, we're going to use this book to try. I, I guess, mean, it's all speculation at this I, point. Maybe it's just more like, we have this. And we want it. And we I want mean, it. the reality is this could have been written at any time, right? Yeah. And they did release a book that's part of a new series that is taking old, forgotten, or rejected, or just sat on pitches and just putting them out. Man Bat could be one of those things where oh, it's like, I have a short series. No, for sure. That, like, we were going to put out, like, in, in 2019. Yeah, but that's not my problem. My problem is just that, like, it's one story until the last page or until so. Suicide until Squad. it's not that yeah. story anymore. And, it, again, it still could be that, but right. it's just so, like, okay, this is not going to be necessarily, like, a super quiet story between Batman and Man Bat. Right. And, like, Man Bat trying to, like overcome this or kirk trying to over like, well now it's well, well just we're we're doing that but on a bigger scale with yeah, suicide guess, squad in it. i guess so but what if harley quinn were in this book what about that she is in fact on the team so it's are you averse and, to making yeah. money tiffany i mean like yeah you can get a man bat book i could but you could get more man bat dollars right and i gotta say what i feel bad about this is like honestly we looked at the books last time around yes and like i didn't even see this in the list i didn't I'm sure either. it was there but I didn't notice it, and I, I didn't hear a whole lot of buzz about this, no. unfortunately. Um, I'm not going to say I didn't enjoy it, because I did. I really liked like the way in which uh, Kirk and Man Bat's relationship is portrayed. I really like his dialogue in general. Yeah. Um, I like I, the idea of him having like this kind of like Smeagol-esque, broken English voice in his head that is a literal representation of his addiction. Yeah, That's yeah, funny. for sure. Um, and like, you know, that like he... In, he wants to do good. Right. Like, it's coming from a pure place, even if it isn't. It isn't. It is. It's coming from a place of, I want to do good, but it's also coming from a place of, but I also... But really, I just want to keep being man bad. Like, it's, it's I want from that, a... and like, because like, she says, she's like, you like the power. Yeah. Like, you like how it feels. Right, right. He's like, yeah, damn right. I yeah, do. I do. But I think You're goddamn right! coming from a place of, like, wanting to, like, prove her wrong. And yeah. I'm like, that's not the reason to do good. No. Necessarily. No. Yeah, um, not spite. Spite is not usually an altruistic method. Of, yeah, uh, yeah. But, like, I, I dug it, and I'm going to pick up the next one, and I'm super glad I was, like, just browsing. Because sometimes you just go for your titles. That's the thing. Especially order. But, like, we had a little extra time, and the store was totally empty, so I was like, here we go. I'm going to take a minute. And um yeah. and, I, and I caught the cover. You did. You were like, "Ooh, Man Bad." I'm like, "Man Bad." I'm like, "Oh, was this like some reprint?" Nope, this is new. Yeah. Wait, what? By the so, way, great cover. I love the image of because like you know, Man Bad has been the tool of Tynan and Ram V. Yeah. So you know he he's been kind he, of like drawn away from being like Batman villain. Yeah. Or or he, he whatever like Morrison wanted to do with him. Moment there, but under like the control of something else. Right. Um, but like he's been more cognizant and like it's fine to be man bad and I'm a nerd and I'm a scientist and like mm -hmm. all this. And like, this is taking him back to the roots of like, this is a guy who created a serum for something else yep. and then got addicted to it. Right. And how it's ruining him and ruining his family. It's a cool idea. And, and the cover's great. I love him on the bat signal. Yeah. It's funny. It was, like, like it's seemingly like bloody. Yeah. It's just a really cool, like, you know, Gothic style image of this like monster. Yep. Um, it's also neat because in it, there's a moment where as she's leaving, mm -hmm. she's like, or he goes like, you know, I'll prove to you. It's not going to kill me. Blah, blah, blah. She's like, I never said it would kill you. I said it would kill everything around you. Oh. And then she leaves it. I'm like, Oh, mm -hmm. and then suicide squad. I don't know. Yeah. I guess I'm going to still keep picking this up. But like, if you are as taken aback by me, by the fact that a man bat series is out there, I, I say, go pick it up. It looks 
amazing. The art's really solid. It is. I love that transformation page. I the, can't show it to you, but he, trust me, it's he there. He looks fantastic. Uh, the Batman in it is, is cool. He's sleek. Mm, He's sleek looking. It's rare, and I like seeing that. Um, So check it out. Nice. Uh, Wakas Hussein wanted to correct me, and I, I just wanted to uh, put it out there, and I'm sure the comments are already there. I, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. Here they come. Uh, here they go. They're already there, and trust me, like, if you're watching this after the fact, like, you've already commented, it wasn't Peyton Reed, it was John Watts, it's the guy who made the Spider-Man movies, not the Ant-Man movies. Okay, uh, okay cool. Uh, but Wakas Hussein says, Peyton Reed is not directing FF, it's John Watts. Also, bad choice. Should have been Edgar Wright or someone on that level. No. Fingers crossed that we get a great director for X-Men like Watiti and Gunn. Okay, so here's the thing about that. I'm not saying you're wrong because that's your personal opinion. Right. And in my personal opinion, uh, Edgar Wright it should be used for very specific projects. And I think at the time, like, he was the right choice for Ant-Man, even though it didn't work out. But the style of movie that that is and the character he is and the actors that they have involved with it would have worked. Yeah. I don't think that Edgar Wright personally wants to have the next step of marvel on yeah. his shoulders he just doesn't strike me as like the baby driver hot fuzz like you know sean of the dead director doesn't want to be the guy who's like and this is what yeah and now this is your life for the next 10 years yeah that just doesn't strike me as like something he, he wants would to jump do. into also like little like people forget that he was the director for ant-man pre-mcu like, when they were just going to make a random Ant-Man movie. Yeah. So he was like, yeah, I can baby driver the shit out of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, not... I can do, a like, a, a solo universe Ant-Man right, movie. Right, because it doesn't have to fit in with anything else. Yeah, and then Marvel's like, mm, we have a formula. We're trying to make it all feel like this thing. And he's like, that's not going to work for me. And he no. left. But and that like, said, yeah. like, the, the Edgar Wright-isms that are in that film, I treasure because I do like Edgar Wright as a director. I know, I know. For, you know. Except for that one. Except for that one I'm not such a fan of. But right. hey. That's, I'm, I'm in, I don't know what I'm in yeah. in terms of that. No, it's true. Um, but but uh, also the other actors or the other directors you've chosen also have very specific voices. They do. And yeah, they're, you know, you didn't know that they would have done a good job before they did a good job. So yeah. I would just wait. Honestly, I got to say too, that like, I feel, I get where everyone's coming from because it's like, I want something fun and blah, 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 blah. Yep. And I understand the idea that's like, with Fantastic Four, they, we want something go big or go home. But yeah. like, I'd like to get, a Fantastic Four that works. Yes. And honestly, I feel like if you have a director who is going to kind of keep it like within the confines of what Marvel's looking for, it allows the actors an opportunity to maybe shine. Mm. You know what I mean? Like for them to be like, I really want to do this with this character. Right. How can we make this work? Yeah. You know, as opposed to having like someone big, boisterous, who's like, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to do this. Yeah, Michael Bay's Fantastic Four. Like, I don't think so. No. I also, but I... I <laughs> I would have liked to have seen like Brad Bird's Fantastic Four, like just oh, somebody sure. who knows how to juggle like family and and, yeah. and and special effects and also knows how to tell a cohesive story. But, right. You know, you could do worse than John Watts. I awesome. like those Spider-Man movies. And, I, and the other thing is people like, people, people like Spider-Man movies are bland and lame and blah because they are comparing them to like, what are the most stylistic directors of his time? Yeah. Like, yeah, same Raimi movies look like Sam Raimi movies. They do. And if, and you, and if you were like five when you saw those movies for the first time, yeah, that's going to define how you feel about Spider-Man. But let yeah. me tell you something. When you were like a teenager adult watching Spider-Man for the first time, you were like, huh, I'm watching a Sam Raimi movie and Spider-Man's in it. And you might be used to having Spider-Man movies have a really, really strong director feel. But I'm enjoying seeing Spider-Man just be Spider-Man. Yeah. Without it being a joke well yeah but also without needing like some sort of like gimmick yeah or, like, yeah and again like 
I get, I love, not to disparage Raimi's style because no, it is Raimi, very much or, like, like I love Edgar Wright, but yeah. like certainly that like choppy, quick storytelling. Yeah, I don't know if it would work for, no, for Fantastic saying, like, that Four. Is a, that something. is something of a gimmick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, and it's the it's it's a director hallmark. That you're like, Haha. yeah, you know, like you're waiting for it. And you're, mm-hmm. you know, anyway. Uh, B Black, shout out to Tiffany representing the graphic designer <laughs> comic book lovers. We exist. That's right. Tiffany, do you have any uh, favorite? comic book logo or logo that works the best um right now i'm completely currently in love with everything not everything but most of what the x-men labels are doing across the board they're cohesively designed by one designer with input by hickman yeah um they are like because of that there is like cohesion across the brand it's like even if all of them don't hit with me a hundred percent like i just i love that cohesion i love that like overall look honestly um just on a subjective personal note, like I just kind of like the look for it. Yeah. Um, but I, I just like the idea that like you can just go into a store and, and recognize the X titles very quickly. That's true. So. Yeah. And how versatile it became. It, it, it's like you could just put it on, you could just have the, the, the Hickman X-Men logo. Yeah. Right? Just on its own. Yep. Or it could be incorporated into like a titles page. Yep. Or into a further graphic sword. Yeah, the tennis swords. Tennis swords, but also sword. Oh yeah, sword. I was thinking the tennis swords logo. I was like, this is amazing. Yep. It's so simple, but it's so amazing. When something is so simple and it's like, oh, it's so, it's obvious. Mm-hmm. It's sometimes it's so, like the, like one of the greatest things you can see and also one of the yeah. most frustrating things because it's like, ah. Yeah. By the way, I, I am excited for when the Hickman era ends, not because I'm like, I hate Hickman, and I, but I do, I like the cohesion. I like the style, but I'm also excited to see them when they're like going to go, you know, we have to move back to the mansion and everything and go back to like the, that like, just that very bold X. That I, like, you know what I mean? Like, my X-Men Yeah, logo, yeah. Where they're going to go, like, we need to do something a little more obvious. It is. I think it is obvious. I think it's good. I think it's modern. And I think it's sleek. Mm. But I also do love that X-Men logo. Just I, that, that classic blue. I about and, this Man-Bat logo with the vampire teeth on the A. And, I think that actually works. And I mean, like, it's Man-Bat. looks like it's like a... Like, yes. <laughs> I, I, like, Man-Bat wrote it himself. No, it's, it's very fitting for the book. It is. It is. It's, it's better than the Batman logo has been for a long time. <laughs> Dev Ann, will we be getting the rest of the Ultimates in Green Lantern Earth 1 on back issues? Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, I have no say in Green that. Lantern, yes. Uh, more Ultimates? Eh. Uh, also, please do Batman Earth 1 Volume 3. Immediately after it comes out, I'll be glued to YouTube waiting. I need more Jizzler in my life. Uh, well, I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let me tell you, if you don't know what he's talking about, catch uh, Batman Earth 1 Volume 2. It's a lot of fun. It's a great episode. Uh, I I want to give that book some breathing room, but I will not wait a year before we do that. Uh, when that book comes out, if that book ever comes out. <laughs> um, uh, Valentino G, good to see Bundaberg getting some love. Their root beer makes the best floats. Ooh. Enjoy. I'd love to try it. I've only had their delicious and intoxicating ginger beer. Uh, so yeah, uh, what else you got? Any What else came out this week? I read Strange Adventures. Strange Adventures, I read that too. You did? Yeah. How come? Because I love that book. You do? Strange Adventures? Oh, sorry. Strange Academy. Oh, Strange Academy. Sorry. My brain. I did not read that. I'm very tired. <laughs> now that came out, like, this is the... This, this came out again. Like, it, But again, like, this coming week, Excalibur's coming out. So I know. Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Strange Academy. Um, I read that. Uh, it just follows up the last story, and the big thing for me that, like, tied into the week for no apparent reason that we'll talk about later was Agatha Harkness was in it. Oh! <laughs> And she's alive? Yeah. Neat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of the biggest thing. Oh, and also, I, I, you know, 
yeah, oh, there's monster in Doctor Strange's basement talking to our main protagonist. Oh, I remember when that happened in yeah. the uh, in the Iron Run. Let's move on down. It's not really a monster. It's a person who could talk to him. No. Yeah. What was um, the other? Oh, Strange Adventures. Yeah, that, that didn't come out. Yeah. Oh, did it come out last week? It came out, yeah. Yeah, okay. We, were talking we about talked that. about that already, yeah. yeah. We That's were, right. No, we didn't want to talk about that. No, we talked about it in terms of we didn't want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Keep reading that book. If you haven't already, pick up Strange Adventures. Did you read um, Wonder Woman this week? No, I, I I was going to buy it, but you bought it. Yeah, it's dope. Yeah, I mean, it's still Joel, Joel Jones' art and writing. Yeah, it, it's funny, though, because like it's like this came to an end, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if there's any more coming. I don't know cuz some of them have two some of them have four yeah. and then they're in the case of the well, uh, Red Hood book that's going to become an ongoing. One of them I read was um a two and so that that ended this week. Um, I, I wouldn't It's only the beginning for her. Mm-hmm. And like I got to tell you like there was something like the ending is satisfying except like Yara doesn't necessarily like there's a lesson there but I don't know if she learned it. <laughs> well that's that's good that's, because she's a new character and she might not have learned it. Like, yeah, like she'll she's, take more time. She seemingly does maybe, I don't know. Like the narration indicates that she might have um but the narrator has told us the lesson and, yeah. and like, it's you know it's an omniscient narrator so she can't hear it mm-hmm. um but it was cool we get to see hades yay how is he oh he's amazing <laughs> oh he's amazing like i was so like yeah. this is a great series uh, just from the first issue alone but the i i'm i'm remiss in having not picked uh, having not read it yet yeah Here, there he is oh <sighs> He's huge. That's dope. He's huge. I love that. The, the problem that she has is solved um, in a very, like, mythology kind of way. Mm-hmm. Like, Greek myth way. Right. Like, they don't, like, punch them. They, like, stab their, like, tendon or something. They, they, they use a give, feather to kill them in some way. There, there's, like, she has, like, an altercation with Hades, and then another character steps in that, like, gives her, like, then Hades is able to give her a challenge that, like, mm. if she does X, then this will happen, and if she doesn't, then this will happen. That yeah. kind of thing. And she naturally manages to do it, and then all hell breaks loose, and, and we get the lesson at the end. I don't want to ruin it for Sal. Fair enough. But um, you can. It's all right. I... No, 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 no. You should check it out. It's it's like a really well paced read. Yeah. Um, and it just looks great. It's funny because I've seen books that are drawn by Jones, uh-huh. and I like them, but I have never seen them look as good as this series consistently well, it could, does. It could just be that she's hitting her stride. I, it could be that, yeah, she's she finally finds like a style that she likes. It could be that she's just so excited about this particular material yeah. that she's like putting her heart and soul into it. it I yeah. don't know, but like, because I've seen her Care Catwoman book. Yeah. And it's cool. But it's now, not. But there's nothing like this. No, I, and not just because she gets to draw like crazy mythological animals. That could be it. Could though. it? Because her Pete, like her Yara Floor, I think is better looking than her Selena. Hmm. Well, this is a character of her of her design. own design. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but she redesigned Selena sure, to her own. Sure. I, but again, now she has all of Catwoman under her belt. Right. Too. So she went into this with a lot more experience That's than she true. had when she began that book. That's so. true. It but could just be that, but I, I enjoyed it. Um, hard recommend. Yeah, I really, like, this was a good, I liked this Future State series, so cool. Harley Quinn also ended this week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I heard good things, but not from reliable sources. How was it? It was, it was good. It was, it was good in terms of, like, Harley remained true to who we think Harley is, or, like, she's not really playing for anyone's team. Right. Certainly and, not Crane's. Yeah, and, and so at the end of the day, she does convince Crane that, like, the idea that, she, you can't stop um, 
you can't, you'll be able to stop black mask by being crane because a mask fears a mask. So you must become the scarecrow. So you gotta put it on. You gotta. So you gotta. Scarecrow. You gotta look like Emplate. No, he doesn't look like that. No, I know that's the new design. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, just yeah. dropped this new design for uh, Scarecrow about no, a week ago. He looks just like M played from Generation X. But he's got the things. But from he's got the, the things from the video game. From See all the, the things you like and remember. Anyway, so essentially, yeah, he puts it on. Mm-hmm. Goes goes to fight Black Mask. It's funny. There's a moment in there where Harley's like, "How like, a senator dies because Black Mask kills him because he's like, oh, you're using your money." to fuel the magistrate and all this stuff. Black Mass wants to take control of Gotham again. So he's okay. like, we gotta get rid of the magistrate. I gotta get rid of all these people. Like, right. So it's like weirdly like good, bad. I don't right. Know. Like end this crap with the magistrate. Yeah. But so he kills that guy and then there's a crime scene and, and Crane's like, how do we find him? Harley. She's like, oh, here. And she's holding one of Black Mask's gang, Ma- uh, gang's masks. Okay. Say that seven times. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, this is how we find him. Because... If you know anything about anything, uh, you if you have to buy this many masks, <laughs> you need a supplier mm-hmm. who can get you them quickly. At one point when I was working with Joker, like we were going through a lot of clown masks. Yeah. And so we needed a place that could get them for us. Right. And so they they go they go there that. and like a you know, it's a trap or whatever. Um sure. but uh essentially black mask is like, Oh, you figured it out, blah blah blah, but I have to like seven steps ahead of you, whatever. Mm-hmm. It wasn't gonna be down at the docks. Crane or Harley goes down there as a distraction. Crane shows up. He uses his, his gas and stuff like that. Yep. And then Harley hits him in the head with a bat as he's about to take down Black Mask. And Black Mask is like, "What's going on? Cool. No, let's like like we'll let's, we're working together. Yeah, yeah. Like you get it. Like you know the mag- She's like, "Stop. I don't, I don't care. I don't care." And she hits him, cracks his mask because the toxin can't get in. She puts on the scarecrow mask and like gasses him, and then she just leaves. Okay. And I was like, that is very Harley. Yeah, that's fair. Like, just, nope, I don't care. Right. Good. Good good use of the character. That's kind of it. Like, that, it's, right. it's all done. Okay. So it's not, um, like, really... But it looks great. Yeah. Like, the book looks great. It's such a specific style, and I enjoyed the, the overall look of it. That's fair. Uh, Setcliffe, hi. I'm a newer fan. Hello, Hello. Setcliffe. Welcome. Uh, I found you looking for answers about DC's Omniverse, left with even more questions, but a new channel to watch. Thank you very much. Welcome, welcome to the show, man. Welcome. Um, Devin Wilson, uh, best comic breakdown duo ever. Y'all have oh. helped me through an already rough year. Keep up the amazing work. Thank you, Devin. Well, and thank, thank you for being you. here. I hope your year's getting better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I also want to recommend a book that I have had a chance to read. If you haven't already read it, you... We'll need to be able to read it for the next month on DC Universe Infinite, mm. which is DC's Marvel Unlimited. Uh, or if you wait a month, it'll be out on Comixology and everywhere else. Uh, it's a series called Let Them Live, Unpublished Tales from the DC Vault. These are books that were heretofore unpublished that some smarter editor was like, why aren't these published? And then put them out. Is this is that ambush bug? That is ambush bug. Ambush bug is the the watcher of this series. <laughs> uh, the literally, he's like they're treating him like Deadpool. He's like, "Hi, I'm the fourth wall breaking, wacky, zany, unkillable character in this series, and I know because I break fourth walls. You see that there's all these stories in the DC universe. So how about this? So it's like the watcher slash Deadpool. Okay, uh, he's funny, I guess, but I'm not there for ambush bug. I'm here for this book that Zub pitched. Slash talked about in Absolute Comics a couple weeks ago, right, right, right. and uh, we and I he sent me a couple pages back before that came out, mm-hmm. uh, and then shot me the book. He's like, "Hey, this is coming out. Read it." And I did. And uh, so it's Jim Zub 
and Tradmore doing a self-contained Suicide Squad story. Uh, He's working with Tradmore? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Zub wrote the story, and then he, and then, like, I think they said, like, oh, Trad, like, who would you like? And he's like, Tradmore. And they're like, okay, he's not working. And they gave it to Tradmore. Tradmore drew this, like, several-page story, self-contained about the Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. and Didia was like, Boo! Tradmore's art isn't art. Get out. <laughs> so uh, that th- went away. Now you can be the judge and check it out. It's cool. Like the narrative function is that like, I don't know, it's however many seconds or a minute. I think the idea is that like... 60? I don't remember because it's not 60 pages, but like each <laughs> each panel or each page is a second on the timer they have. Okay. It's like 24. Um, but the art's great. The story's neat. Uh, and it's cool because it's like you've you've read Zub's work before. If you haven't, like, you probably already have, and you don't even know it. Like, he did no surrender. Uh, he's doing Conan. Uh, you know, he's, he's he's you know fantasy based, but also like he does some pretty hard boiled stuff. And in this, it's like it's cool. Like Deadshot is just a remorseless bastard. Harley is not like the center of attention, but she obviously is gonna take like some mm-hmm. occupy some major role. Waller's you know cold hearted. And and they're they're offered a sadistic choice. It's cool. It's a cool story. I nice. was like, wow, and great idea. Like, yeah, good yeah. idea to just take books that's like, why didn't we do anything with this and oh, put sure. it the hell out? For sure. So here it is. It exists. You can finally like read it. Uh, Sean D. Howdy, ma'am and sir. Hello. Hello. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to recommend that because nice. it's, it's, it's cool. A good recommend. Yeah. So it's over there. Uh, it's over on DC Universe Infinite. Uh-huh. It will be available like on Comicsology in about a month. Okay. So March. Oh, Keep right. an eye out. Uh, yeah. What else we got? Hellions. Came ah, out. Hellions. Uh, Zebwell Stevens Segovia. Yep. Um, I gotta but, tell you by the way, just just not not to interrupt, but yeah. uh, uh, Hellions is a book that no one was reading. That you were reading. I was reading. And you were digging it. And you were every every week you were like, Oh, by the way, I read Hellions, and here it is, and you give a full rundown, you explain how great it is. And every week there's a new review channel that's like, Hey, you know what my favorite X-Men book is? Hellions. Probably never heard of it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I did, baby. <laughs> I, I know you know. And I know they know you know. Yeah, that's but all anyway. right. That's all right. Whatever. As long as but the good, book gets read to it. keep going. And that's the thing. It's like good. Whatever. As long as people are buying Hellions. I'm not reading it, but like it's an interesting series that you've been pitching. I really well, just like the tone of this book. Right. It's just so like sarcastic. And that's the frustrating thing is that like <laughs> during the Hickman era, people are like, boo, can't wait for this to be over. And it's like, dude, you know, there's more X-Men titles now than there were over the past five to eight years. Yeah, and there's... And there's a literal title for anyone. There are so many different... Like, each book has its own tone. And so, like, if you're not digging that sarcastic tone, and you don't like the fantasy tone of Excalibur, then you have, like, X-Force, and you have Marauders. and Yeah, there is a book out there that you will probably like. Yeah. For sure. Uh, Is that Luna on my shirt? Yes, it is. (laughs) Um, I saw that in the chat. Um, In this issue... um, Sinister goes to have tea with Mastermind. Oh, okay. It doesn't go well. Good. Sinister's poisoned. Uh Uh-huh. And it's all in an effort to seemingly get the Hellions to come to Mastermind, right? Yeah. Yeah. So essentially, um, they're called into you know, action to go save one of their own. Yeah, but like, they Sage hate him. Is, Sage is like, yeah, one of your own, blah, blah, blah. Like, Professor Xavier asked for this. It seems weird. Mm-hmm. But, like, it came down from up there, so right. I guess you gotta go. 
And they're like, who is it? And they're like, it's Sinister. And everyone just laughs. <laughs> they're nice. just like, oh my God, she said one of our own. Like, we care about this guy. What? No, yeah. we're not going to go save no. him. And she's like, you have to go. So they're going to go. Um, Nanny also has completed um, her work on Orphan Maker's armor in order to contain whatever his power is. Mm-hmm. However, he has grown since he was one of the ones that died over in... Um, Otherworld. No, Arako. Oh. And so he came back bigger. Is that it? Kind of, not really. We still know no indi- indication of power. Yeah. However, like he seems to have entered into his preteen teen years, mm. mentally speaking. Oh. And like he's annoyed about everything, and also his armor is too tight. <laughs> and Nanny's like, "I'll get to that. I'll fix that." But like she's got another project she's working on, and he started to recognize that that is going on. Yeah. Um. And so there's definitely some like infighting between these two characters now. Um. There's also a weird letter in here from Sage about um, authorization for the Hellions mission. And in this letter, it's Sage who's saying that the Hellions should go after Sinister. Right. I know this normally would be like X-Force's thing, but yeah. um, we're gonna, we should send them because they're very sad about Sinister being gone. So you're like, something is wrong here. And it's clearly it's Mastermind. He's gotten in there and like altered reality it, or altered folks' minds so that the reality of the Hellions being sent happens. Gotcha. So they go to Central Park. Mastermind shows up. He gets everybody in a limo. Um, it's There's like a moment between Nanny and Orphan Maker where he wants to have a drink. And she's like, you're not old enough. He's like, you're not my mom. Right. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that, that's rough, man. It's, yeah. You're an adult man with a, with a preteen <laughs> mind. Good Lord. Yep. Um, so Alex having a conversation with, um, with, with Mastermind about like, what what they're doing here and mastermind's like you know it's funny like high intellectuals like sage for example never really question their own thoughts and where they came from because they're so smart that they figure any thought they have is the correct one mm-hmm. but i thought like a powerful psychic like you would have figured out that like i'm totally messing with all of you right, right. now so he makes them think they're on a boat then he makes them think they're on uh, a plane uh, he messes with all of their minds so that they think like their powers aren't functioning or guns aren't functioning or whatever yeah. and then he basically makes the plane go away so they think they fall and hit the pavement below Mm. so he's like cool they're all unconscious and i have them and awesome and then the like behind the scenes villain is revealed oh it's arcade yay (laughs) so that's where we leave it they have sinister and they have all the hellions and mastermind and arcade are working together look at these 80s and 90s bunch (laughs) that's awesome how great so i was like all right why not sure that's fun. Sure. Uh, you know, I'm super, I'm honestly interested to see where this goes. Um, the fact that we know that there isn't just one sinister, it's like, it doesn't really matter, but each sinister doesn't want to die necessarily. No, yeah. Um, so they'll do anything to save themselves. But honestly, I'm also super interested to see what develops with Nanny and Orphan Maker. Right. Two characters that like normally I'm not super interested in. Like they've done something different with them. And like, I'm like, I'm interested to see if Hickman's going to be the one that reveals the power. Mm. So cool i bet he does or like not hickman but like this book and like the hickman era yeah um, oh yeah yeah they're not I, gonna sit on that i f- maybe they might no they'll use it in this you think oh yeah okay because they'll use every x-man yeah that's true when it all comes to an head yeah uh <laughs> eternal blockbuster i really need zeb wells to marry jim zub so they can be zeb zub <laughs> that's so funny because <laughs> yeah i know a lot of people who get zeb wells and jim zub confused uh, I like Zeb Zub so much. Zeb-Zub. That sounds like some sort of like alien sidekick and or Ewok. Yep. Zeb Zub. Zeb Zub. Poutine. <laughs> <Andalou! laughs> 
Burning Hades 51, I love your guys' content. Is there a character... Uh, thank you very much, by the way. Thank you. Is there a character you think deserves an ongoing right now that doesn't uh, have one? Uh, I thought Black Cat, and now there is one. That's fair. I might have said Man Bat, but apparently... But now he's got one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I can't think of anybody that like really deserves an ongoing that I can't think hasn't had one in a while. Not one that I've been like championing, you know? I would like anyone else on the face of the earth to take a shot at man thing again yes yeah please <laughs> anyone else just never get rl stein again people liked it it just was not what i wanted such a terrible book at all it's horrible not at all it's oh i forgot to tell you in the strange academy book yeah khan is there oh really His spacefaring oh Mark no Wade sidekick she's one of the teachers okay they team up they meet up with rocket and Groot on a space adventure for okay like a that's bit. fun it's like it's like plot b yeah sure it's the b plot but using her yeah i was like oh kana what are you doing here <laughs> what but i thought the standard practices of marvel writing is to literally take whatever the previous guard was and throw it in the garbage put it in the trash nah good for them <laughs> Uh, Sean D, I have a left field question. Do you know if Waller has a contingency for the Justice League or has at least talked to Batman or Superman about it? I ask because I do not have a lot of inside outside of info outside of the DC animated universe. Um, if you read Justice League versus Suicide Squad by Joshua Williamson, that I think might answer your question. Uh, Waller and Waller and Batman are not as buddy buddy as they are in the animated show. Right. Uh, but the animated series did pay homage to the, the beginnings of Batman and Waller's relationship. I think Batman and Waller have like a, like there is like a, a scene where like Batman intrudes on Waller while she's like showering or something like that. It's very similar to the cartoon. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, the, yes, Waller has a contingency plan for the Justice League. Batman has a different <laughs> one. And no, I don't see Waller communicate with Superman much. Although I did see it, I think in like, uh, like, event leviathan and before that sure uh, but i wouldn't recommend event leviathan <laughs> uh, any other books uh that's kind of it well let's talk about wandavision number five uh if you haven't already seen wandavision this is where we say our, our happy trails uh so let's just recommend some books and then we'll talk about wandavision yeah we'll give you a chance to to, to wrap up the show yeah but uh yeah um as far as recommendations go amazing spider-man's coming out not picking up that uh, if you uh, watch comic book YouTube, you will probably hear a lot about Radiant Black from Kyle Higgins and Markello Costa. Uh, this is a interesting book. It's pretty, and I don't know if I can recommend it or not. I've read it because they blitzed the shit out of comic book YouTube with this book, which mm -hmm. was a smart idea, and I applaud them for doing it. Right, right, right. The fact is, I've seen so many other comic YouTubers being like, yo, you heard about this book called Radiant Black? I was like, okay, enough people are doing this. They don't need me. Right. And I don't, want, I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to get lost in the ocean of everyone talking about how great this book is because they sent us a free copy. Right. Um, but that being said, like, the design's cool. The premise is fun. Uh, I'd recommend it. Uh, it's just, it, it's, it's neat. Check it out. Mm -hmm. If you have a chance, but like it's not my, it's not on my, it's not high on my list. Well, I mean, you're not really a Power Rangers guy. And I am this not. This guy has written, has made like you know, he's written Power Rangers. So that's true. That's uh, true. But I've covered Kyle Higgins a little bit. Right. Uh, Wolverine Black, White, and Blood number three is coming out. Uh, I liked the first one, kinda not enough to remember to buy issue two, but I do remember that issue three came out. I like the idea behind this better than I like the execution. Mm. Like we've seen Harley black, white, and red. Yeah. Uh, we, we've seen Bla Batman black and white. 
And I like the idea of like an isolation of color. I feel like the Wolverine thing needs to, because usually it's like an anthology. It's written by, it's, it's a bunch of people have written it, including like John Ridley and, uh, you know, I, I, Donnie Cates. Uh, I think it needs to be one story. Sure. I can see that. Like one very specific style. Right. Well, I, I, I don't mind the different styles. It kind of makes me think of Batman Black and White. How well, it's like different. Yeah. Different, she, different art. Yeah. That's kind of cool. I got to say in the photo here associated with John Ridley, he has an epic beard. He does. Like, yeah. Epic beard. Right? It's very Philip Banks. Uh, Future State just like... I think it's kind of wizardy. It is wizardy, it's like yeah. It's like clean-cut wizard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, work wizard. Uh, <laughs> it's a wizard with a job. That's right, that's right. <laughs> Gotta keep it clean. Uh, Future State Just League number two from Joshua Williamson and Ram V. Uh, this is gonna be the, the maker to break it. I don't know if this is even the last issue or not, but like, I'll check it out. Seems fun. Enjoying it. They're not um, putting the of on there. No. It drives me crazy. And, uh, of course, Future State Dark Detective number three. I'm enjoying the Dark Detective run. Uh, it looks like the next Batman is going to finally, like, kind of face off against uh, Batman mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne. Uh, that's kind of neat. I love Dan Moore's art, thanks to you. Um, it's also co-written by Matthew Rosenberg. I don't know why that is. I think probably because there's a backup in it. Um, I, I have a question regarding, like, DC's obsession with Grifter. Because, like, Grifter, right? They're like, hey, 2021 is the year of Grifter. Grifter's going to be in everything. Cold Wait, cash, baby. They said that? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, okay. It's the year of the Grift. That's what it is. Well, they're not wrong. But uh, I'll tell you this. Grifter is a holdover from Wildcats, right? He's cool looking. Yeah. He looks like if Gambit just kept going. You know, mm. and went blonde. Like, if you compare the two designs, that's where Grifter came from. Otherwise, you know, if you like Grifter, I don't know why you do. Because there's no fucking way you read Team 7. Which is where Grifter really came from. And if that's the case, was there a Team 7 in the DC Universe? Like, it, like how, are you cherry-picking? Is there a Miles Craven in the DC Universe? Will there be a Gen 13? Does Deathblow factor in? <laughs> like, I want to... These are the questions I need to have answered. To the point where I literally read the D- Jim Lee-driven Wildstorm yeah, 30th anniversary book. It's this, like, oversized thing they put out. Just to be like, do they care? And listen, like, they put a lot of work into those things. And I was like, I think that there's a couple of these things that have legs. I think maybe there's some room for Deathblow. I think Deathblow should come back to the DC Universe. You think, what? Yeah. I think we're missing the Deathblow. And I think we need some more oh, Deathblow. <laughs> I know. I think Team 7 would be really cool. Team 7 could be like a Vietnam Justice Society. Like, that'd be kind of cool. Uh, but no, I bet they just say, no, Grifter's just cool looking, end of story. Well, you know, he is. Yeah, no, his mask is cool. That's it. That's a big part of who he is. Yeah, like Gambit in his head sock. Exactly. Without it, what's the point? And listen, there's there's a period of time when he didn't wear it, and it what was the point? No, I like him with without. It doesn't matter. No, fair enough. (laughs) Uh, And Daredevil twenty seven, Black Kitchen Part Two. It's a King and Black tie in, but who cares? It's great. Uh, I think this one is entirely drawn by Mike Hawthorne. Okay. Obviously, art by Chip Zdarsky. Uh, I like Hawthorne's art. I prefer Chichetto did the cover. 
That's fair. His art's spectacular. It is spe- yeah, it goes from spectacular to fine. But it's a tie-in, though, right? It is a tie-in, so, but it also perpetuates. I think there's characters introduced that are going to be part okay. of it. Uh, Eternal Blockbuster, they announced a Curse of Man-Thing anthology-like series today. Long live Zeb-Zub. <laughs> there you go. I've got magic powers. Uh, and Chase Wellings. <laughs> only for things that don't really, don't really help, help anyone. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and and Chase Wellings says, Frank Miller's Wolverine on back issues? Yeah, we were going to shoot it like literally a month ago. We just didn't. Yeah. But, uh, but we will soon. So, Tiffany, take it away. Uh, Eternals number two is coming out. Hey, uh, I remember when that book came out. Yeah, it's actually it's about a month ago. Yeah. So, uh, with, uh, written by Kieran Gillen with our by Saad Ribic. So, I'm going to pick so that up. So, how could you not get that? <laughs> That's so for me. Um, and then three X titles are coming out. Uh, X Force number 17. The book I don't really, I haven't been reading, but I read the last one. So, I want to I'm going to grab this. Um, because it's to do with the, um, the, like, the tumory things that mm. I, I guess maybe, like, they fall out from that, but also Quentin Choir is dating one of the cuckoos, so. Yeah. I remember how creepy that was, so I'm, I mean, I'm excited to see that. Yeah, that seems to be a big selling point on this. Excalibur yeah. number 18's coming out. Wow. Yeah. The, whenever they start, like, stacking these like this, I wonder if we're not working towards something. Mm-hmm. It's like, why do we need to, why are we pushing this yeah. out so quickly? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, sword number three is coming out too, which is really sword number two, because sword number two was a king and black tie-in. Right. <laughs> right. 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 And this is two. So, oh yeah, it is. I mean, it's just fair because they were really like obviously sword would be intrinsic. If you have sword, it's going to be involved with a spacefaring enemy. Your planet is encased in like goo. Yeah, symbiote it's, goo. You're gonna. They're gonna be there. So at some point. We'll actually get. I mean, we're. I'm sure they're infusing some element of whatever the narrative is with this stupid symbiote thing. There's some cool stuff in there that you there talked is. about. No, no, there is. There admittedly is. But when I started reading Sword Number One, it was because I wanted to read the Sword Story, yeah. not the King and Black tie-in right. series. So. Yeah. No. Well, that's true. <laughs> I am enjoying. By the way, for the record, King and Black is cool. And no, it is, and like it's not. It's just literally. I just. Just we just started this, right? We just started it, and we're and we're already like doing tie-ins. Yes, yes, we are. Yeah, gotta. How can you not? Gotta get them tie-ins. They did a tie-in to Empire. They'll never stop. So yeah, let's talk about One Division. One Division number five came out uh, just this past Friday. Uh, If you uh, don't, if you have a job. Then you probably didn't catch it like that night and instead caught it Friday afternoon or, yeah. or, or morning like we did. Yeah. Um, yeah. So a lot of implications, a lot of fun stuff in there. Uh, let's talk about that. Uh, what did you think? I mean, I think <laughs> I think it could mean it, there's a couple of different things. It could be this means something. Right. This means something. Mm-hmm. And this means nothing. Yeah. I yeah. think it's somewhere, it's one of those three. Mm-hmm. You know, like, this means nothing. It has no effect on anything. This means something. It has effects specifically on the show and is a plot point. Yeah. That will be later proven to be something else. Or this means something. Right. And, like, it means something for the larger MCU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it does. And it's funny because, of course, like, the Falcon Winter Soldier, uh, the Falcon Winter Soldier trailer dropped from the big game. Yes. Uh, did you see it? The game? No. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, what's it called? 
No, the the trailer. No, for, I didn't. For, I, I did catch it. It's fun. I um, thought you were gonna pull it up when you mentioned it, and then we just I'm watched sorry. Twin Peaks. And That's right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, uh, I will tell you that uh, the trailer's fun. It looks like a standard by the numbers, you know, like fun Marvel Cinematic Universe mm-hmm. type thing. It looks like a movie, a sequel to Captain America. Yeah. Um, but I will say that uh, obviously Falcon Winter Soldier supposed to come out. Supposed to be like. Ah, right. Marvel. I remember that. Woo! And then WandaVision was supposed to come out, where you're like, oh my god. Yeah. You know, especially with the slow burn of the first three episodes, where you're like, this is just a show you're watching. Okay. You know, and then you get to the next one, you're like, holy fucking crap. Um, So, that being said, it's interesting because a lot of, like, big moments that are dropping in this show that have larger implications that might not be paid off for another few years. Yeah. Like, because they were expecting this to come out like next year or the end of this year, you know? Mm -hmm. But now they're like, well, I mean, it has to come out. Here you go. You're fine. (laughs) Uh, But like, yeah. So let's talk about the episode. Uh, You know, this is the least in the episode episode, you know, where they're like, you know, we did their, we did our family ties, homages and whatnot. But like, I think rightfully so at this point, like the producers of the show and the audience, like, I don't care about that. I'm done with the premise. Yeah, no, no. They very much were like, we're, we're still going to do. Yeah. Like the, like it's the eighties. So we're at that part of like how we're going to show the, like what's happening within the Westview world. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how we're going to progress. I don't know if we're going to go any further than this. Right. Um, but that's not where like, we're there because it's fun to see the stark difference between when things get real in there. Yes. And like, it's fun to have that, like, you know, we're shooting a show and like, you know, laugh track and blah, blah, blah. But like, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Right. But, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I had fun. I'm excited. I think that there's a lot of like wild speculation about this show because the MCU is finally drawing in like X-Men fans who are mm. like especially excitable. And I, I don't know, like I didn't, ex- I didn't have a lot of expectations of this series, you know, mm-hmm. like I expected this show to be like a fun character study, you know, like, Oh, this is cool. Thanks, Craig. <laughs> You're amazing. Thanks for the Corgi. He's great. He's so cute. You're amazing. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I didn't have a lot of expectations of this show until this episode. Really? Where I was like, no. oh my god! Maybe, okay, maybe this is just my experience reading horror comics. Right. And that, like, let's slowly, be, like, that's always my thing. I'm like, I want the slow, like, oh, yeah, and everything's like, it's totally fine until it's not. Right. Like, that's what I love. Yeah. Like, that's the kind of thing that, like, really can suck me in. So I was like, we're gonna, go, like, Big things are coming. They're, yeah. they're, they're getting there. Right. And we did. It wasn't actually a big thing I thought. No. I didn't know what I thought, but I didn't think that. Well, I didn't, I didn't expect any kind of reveals or secret surprises or mm-hmm. anything like that. I don't pay attention to, like, I'm not Mr. Sunday. I don't need to, like, pay attention to, like, who's on set or, like, breakdowns of trailers and stuff like that. So, like, I don't... I just watch the show. Yeah. And I'm surprised by what happens. Yeah. Unless some asshole's like, hey, did you see this big thing? Did you see this thing from this thing that came... That's not coming out for another six months? No, man, I didn't. I don't actively look for things to ruin stuff for mine. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm sorry you're so miserable. But, like, 
I, I was surprised. I was genuinely surprised. But like getting into the story, uh, we find out a couple of things about like the kids. Yeah. You know, like they can age up when on at, their own, at, uh, yeah. at will. Yeah. I think that's going to go away. Like I think that right now they are they have like reality altering powers. Like I think they can do anything. Yeah. But I think that it's going to be like they can pick their power and mm-hmm. when they do they're locked into it. Yeah. And when they do that they're locked into the age they are. So right now they're 10. Yeah. They weren't at the start of this they episode. They were they at the start of the episode they were infants yeah. and then they grew up like over and over again. They became 5 and then 10. Yep. Uh we got a couple of homages and references. Um we have uh we had a character break from Agnes? Yeah, her name's Agnes. I keep wanting to call her Agatha Harkness. Yeah. Because that's probably who it is. Yeah. Um, Maybe. I don't know. I, I, her character, like, I want to say that just because of the similarity in the name and, like, the awareness. Well, and the need for a character that's kind of like a like a like like an antagonistic mentor. She's also the one who's been the most present for Wanda, like, yes. in every single timeline. Like, yeah. or, like, a like, time shift. She's the one always coming over. She's the one offering advice. Well, she's the only one who, when they were having their sequence, who broke character. Mm-hmm. But was not like, why am I here? What is happening to me? Yeah, but she was also the one that, like, when they were outside... and She, she warned Vision a little bit, kind of. Kind of, but then was also kind of like, you know, moving like, on. Yeah, like, she didn't want to warn him, but we she did. We haven't seen the other, um, neighbor. Like, neighbor, no, we have not. Since then. Yeah. Uh, but the, the, the family gets a dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, dude, dude, I know it's Wicked and Speed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... We the visions get a dog. Uh, the yes. visions because of referring to, to yeah, King's book. You can't help it. Uh, I remember like when we were talking to Tom. He was like, apparently Feige had his book on his desk. Yeah, and I was like, when are we gonna see that? We did. You know the the dog is a similar breed to the to to Sparky from the comic. If you haven't read Vision, you must. It's great. Um, but I love that. I was like, wow. I, I did. I I fully did not expect it to be a robot. I don't think it is. No. Um, but it was similar breed. I knew they were going to call it Sparky. Then they do. I'm like, yep. oh, yay. They even killed it the same way. Yeah. Well, not the same way. No, but no. Like, in a similar... In a similar fashion. Yes. Where, like, in the in, in Vision's book, uh, Vision's wife force feeds the Wondagore plants, leaves into Sparky, kill him, pull it out of his stomach, and eat it. Because the idea is that, like, you... If you eat a, you can't eat the plant of the Wondagore. You can't eat a leaf of the Wondagore plant, but because something has to die in order for you for it to give you the future uh, prognostication abilities that mm-hmm. it gives you. So you have to like. So uh, I think Agatha does it, where she feeds it to a cat, kills the cat, eats the leaf, then she knows what Vision's going to do. Right. In that, then later the the wife does the same thing, but to Sparky, and it turns out it, it works, even though it's a robot. Yeah. Um. But in this, it's in a, this, it's a plant that sh- that it's an that, azalea bush. It's an azalea. Wait, is it an azalea bush or is it just a bush? She says it, he got into my azaleas. Ah, uh, uh. but like into my azaleas. Yeah, Agnes's azaleas. Yeah, and he <laughs> ate a leaf, and I was like, oh, yeah. And I don't think that has anything to do with like but she's I, the one that wraps him up, and then we don't. Oh no, that's never, right. Vision buries him in the mm-hmm, backyard. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think that's going to be any more of a thing. Than just, we have to kill the dog at the end. 
might as well do a little reference to King's book. Yeah. Like, I, I think that's really it. Like, we already did the, the King dog. Might as well kill him the same way. Right, right, right. You know? But uh, it's cool. Yeah. Um, that was neat. A couple, there's like a lot of other references in there. Um, is there anything else? Oh, of course, like, Vision kind of like unraveling the mystery. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, he hasn't put together because he has revealed that he doesn't remember anything before he came to Westview. Yeah. Westfield. Yeah, before his his resurrection. Yeah, so he doesn't remember being Vision or fighting on the Avengers or anything? I don't know if it's that or he doesn't remember what happened to him. You know what I mean? Like, he just doesn't remember that he died. Yeah. At all. Right. Or, but he may not even remember that the Thanos fight even happened. Like, right. Like, because they're so isolated in this, like, you know, reality-bending world that we don't even know if he's cognizant of the snap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you think, what do you think about a- about Agnes's control within Wanda's whole thing? Because they reveal also, uh, there's the a security footage that Wanda like breaks into the facility, she steals Vision's body and then goes into this town and creates mm-hmm. this whole thing. I think that Wanda meets Agnes beforehand. I think she meets someone. I don't. I I want to make it Agnes so badly because her name is so similar to Agatha and because we you know, comic fans know about Agatha Harkness and her relationship with Wanda and children and all of that. And so it's immediately what I want to do that yeah. so, so badly. But Wanda does say in this that like, she may be perpetuating this, but she didn't necessarily start it. Right. Well, there's that point where he unlocks uh, his coworker's mind mm-hmm. and he says, she's in, she won't let me go. And it's like, yeah, we're all supposed to think it's Wanda because like the head of sword definitely thinks it's Wanda and he like opens fire on her and everything. Like he's, well, he, he wants to hundred percent sure it's Wanda. Yeah. And Wanda makes it seem as though it is. Absolutely. Too. I don't, I think that's a deliberate misdirect. I think mm-hmm. that's deliberately trying to upset your like expectations. I think that Agnes is in their heads. Wanda is not a participant. Like, Wanda is just kind of like a happy recipient. Mm-hmm. Like she was like, I, like, I, I can imagine there being a sequence where she's like, you know, lost and whatever. Agnes shows up. She's like, I'm, I'm, you're, you're magic. Like, I'm a friend of Doctor Strange. I know how magic works. Here's how it goes. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I can, I, I can slip you into an alternate reality. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, we've already heard that there could be, like, that there, there could be ties between Strange and the series. Mm-hmm. And, and so, like, magic, obviously, I think is going to come up, which again points to Agatha being like a like a key player here yeah um i am wondering if it's not if if the ulterior motives aren't to utilize wanda's incredible power like to tap into it right like while you think you're on a tv show i am making you do all kinds of shit yeah or like i'm using the energy that you're like expending over or whatever yeah and like funneling it into something else that'd be cool i'm okay with that what other theories do you have? You, you clearly have like a. Thought. I don't. I don't mm-hmm. honestly at this point. Like I'm. I'm. You know. I, I'm. I'm sad to see that it seems to be leaning towards the vision may not make it out of this. Yep, definitely. Um, I, I hope he does make it out of this. I've said that a couple times. We've talked about this. Mm-hmm. Paul Bettany's great. He's he is great. He was like gonna quit acting when he was doing voiceovers for Iron Man, and he shouldn't have because he's friggin' Chaucer. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, but listen, he's made some bad choices. He, he's been, he was in that priest movie. 
And Legion. And Legion. Was he in both? Was <laughs> yes, he Priest he and was Legion? In both. Jesus. I mean, listen, that was a check, and he had no work very hard. Yeah. But, uh, you know, and he could do, you know, like Paul Bettany, he was in that movie, Uncle Uncle Bob, or whatever the hell. It's the I'm gay in the city, you know, that kind of thing. Oh. But, uh, you know, he's an actor. He yes. doesn't need to be Vision. He doesn't yeah. need to be sitting in the makeup chair for like 30 hours to become a purple monster robot. But I hope he gets the job. I want him to stay Vision. I do too. I didn't give a shit about Vision when Ultron came out. I was like, oh my God, you're doing the robot. Yeah, yeah. But like, I like Paul Bettany and I find him fascinating. And hey, I'd love for him to come out of this being Vision because he's like, I have more personality than ever before. No, I, I agree. And I, 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 what I like about him and especially where this character has gone to because of him being in sitcoms mm-hmm. is like, you know, a, a more human side to his character. Yes. Um... Yeah, and like being a dad, kind of, and kind like worrying of. about things like that. Right, but if he comes out of this and then has to remember all of this, he'll also remember that which he had and then... And then lost. Yeah. Or doesn't lose. Because that's yeah. the thing, like, why would you waste Wiccan and Speed on this? I know. And you wouldn't. And I think that's the... I don't think they're going to. I think they're going to... I think they're going to come out of this and be like... The thing is, after the reveal, after the memed reveal, because um, you saw it, I assume, on Twitter, like, Vision and Wanda opening the door and then, like, it's just... It's just shots of like them going to the door, opening the door, and then the reveal of the door and who's behind it. And I've seen like, you know, like Grogu's behind it or Al for some fucking bullshit. And I'm like, okay, listen. Like, and I really wanted to tweet this and I didn't, but I was like, I, I, I really appreciate like the, like, it's so good that WandaVision is coming out week to week, yes. even though it's frustrating. Oh my gosh. Like, if you. Daredevil had come out week to week, maybe people would love it more because people would like have had more time to love her. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, oh hey we're reconnected so like i'm glad they're doing this but it gives it an opportunity it gives everybody an opportunity to be like you know part of this whole collaborative water cooler experience and so like everybody gets to speculate about wandavision and stuff it gives you an opportunity to be excited about the current episode as opposed to the series and then try to pick out a moment you like um because you're not it's not like you saw like a hour and a half, two hour movie, and then you're like, "Oh, I really love these." That was cool, that, and then a, like, and then the week, next weekend you're done. Right, but when it's a Netflix series, it's like, you know, how many hours are are put into that that you have to watch and then try to be like, "Oh, I really like this episode, and I really like this moment of all you know that things get forgotten then things yeah. that, that could have been cool all on its own completely get forgotten. Totally, totally. But this is this also prevents some spoilers. Yes, the fact is. I didn't get spoiled 100% to this, but I was spoiled to some degree. You knew there was going to be a a surprise. I knew the mutants were involved. Oh. But I didn't know who, and I didn't know how, but that was all thanks to not social media, because I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. But honestly, thanks to Yahoo News and my phone. Right. Because Google likes to try to push news, and like sometimes I really like it, honestly. Like sometimes yeah. it's like, oh, it's usually about Overwatch, and I'm like, ooh, what's going on here? <laughs> Neat. Overwatch 2 is never coming. Yeah. Um, no, they finally started hiring people. Um, <laughs> but um, that, like, it was there, and like I literally swiped down to kind of just flick Get it, it away. Here, yeah. And I wasn't even like, not because I didn't want to be spoiled, I didn't know what it was. Yeah. But immediately the title was like, you know, did. WandaVision just introduced mutants to the MCU, and I'm like, get damn it! Yeah, expletive deleted. That's the news. Like, yeah, yeah. and that was at Thursday morning at 9 a.m. <sighs> I was it's not even next above week above like, and beyond. That's not even pissed. midnight Friday, which no. is when the episode actually comes out. Horseshit. No. They 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 hit it up early to get clicks. Yeah, and I was like, I hate you. Yeah, that so sucks much. Uh, I was not spoiled in any way. I I was just kind of like 
when they were ringing the doorbell, I was like, oh, I wonder who they're going to put behind the door. Probably Monica or something. <laughs> Maybe it'd be Jimmy Woo being like, I'm your wacky neighbor. Right. Um, and, and instead, it's 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 it was a big shock. And I was like, holy fuck. Not only was it a shock, but it was like a shock that it's like, oh, it's the character. And then it's like, oh, wait, what, what actor? Yeah, and I, I was expecting, I like, when they were building it up, I was like, oh, man. And, anyway, my point earlier was, like, it's great to be part of this whole collaborative thing. And, like, it's fun to see, like, where the, what, what memes are generated out of it. Like, what becomes a meme and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. What moments people choose to gravitate towards and what don't. You know, like, talk to any of, like, the creators from Seinfeld. And they're like, I thought, like, this was going to be a hit and not this. And, like, I thought anti-dentite was going to be more more popular than yada, 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 uh-huh. et cetera. Um but it the, the 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 door reveal i was like you are just trying to generate a meme like for me that felt like i'm like not everything has to be a meme I like it felt really forced no i didn't think that i thought that was that was shot in a way that was meant to well, no, no like, i thought that it was shot great but i'm talking about the internet generate like oh. twitter verse being like so anyway it's not pietro it's alf anyway it's not pietro it's the fat new ghost from the new ghostbusters movie fart it's biden like I, I was like, that's so lazy and it's so obvious and it just feels like, it feels like, how do you do fellow kids? We're figuring, we're memeing it up. Look at this crazy shit. And I'm like, <laughs> stop. Like not everything from everything needs to be a meme. Like not every episode of WandaVision has to have a memeable moment. Right. And like that reveal was cool. It's not like a memeable thing. It was just like something that was kind of like, oh my God. No. They just pulled like, a fucking Fox character and put them in the MCU. Yeah. And regardless, honestly, of if he is real or not, because that of course is a huge question. Like, is he actually real or is he? So you, hang on. They if, open the door. They open the door and it's. And it's Pietro. Pietro. From first class. Yeah. He's there and he's like, hey. He's the Pietro you like. Yeah. And let me tell you something, by the way. I like him the most. No, I know like, you do. I, I, was like eight, I was like Ultron. I'm like, yay, he died. But uh, Wanda, this Wanda knows that he died. Knows he died. And then is kind of thrown off. Yeah, well, because she's because she was like, I brought him back. Yeah. When but, she opens the door, she's like, but you're not who I brought back. What? That's And that's right. kind of fun. Like, that's... That's really cool. Yeah. Because it means they thought about it. Oh, sure. Like, it means they're thinking about it and they it's going to be a thing. Yeah. So, As opposed to just being like, meh, I we're feel, lazy. I, you good? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it could mean a couple of things, too, where it's like, either she did bring him back. Right. All on her own. Mm-hmm. Right? And, like, some part of her subconscious may not have even realized it. Right. But considering the fact that, like, there is a Doctor Strange movie coming out that has the word multiverse in it. Yeah, that she might have pulled him or some like been on some wavelength to like fabricate a version of him that isn't who like, like isn't the here? one that she's used to. Yeah. Or the other entity essentially who is, you know, secretly behind all of this or kicking all of this off yeah. did this right. to distract her. Absolutely. But like, well, it's like I can't bring back, I can't bring back Pietro. Right, and I maybe, give you a maybe what Agatha is, if it is Agatha, maybe what she's doing is trying to open up the multiverses. Yeah, and maybe she pulled him that out. Yeah, and was like, ta-da. Right, but I think uh, that implication, I think, is going to be, you know, like Wiccan's going to take after his mom, and he's going to be like, I'm going to want, well, I'm, I'm out magic powers. Yeah. And, and Speed will be like, I want to be like Uncle Pietro. Yeah. And so he's going to determine he has speed powers. And so he'll be locked into that. So he's like, I can't advance my age anymore. I can't like manipulate reality. Mm-hmm. But I can be really fast. 
It's right. like, I expect that to be the, the they imprint on each other mm. in, some, in some way. Right, right. Um, but yeah, that's cool. Um, and that reveal was like, holy shit. Yeah. Because I remember uh, there was a there was a conversation that f- Patrick Stewart had yeah. in an interview recently where he was like, Feige asked if I could if I would come back. Yeah. And play Professor Xavier in his universe, and I said no. Because I'm making Logan. Because I made Old Man Logan and I'm sad. Like, I'm happy with the sad ending I had. Right. You know, where I died practically on I still would have liked to have seen him. I just like Patrick Stewart, I think though, Patrick Stewart's but wonderful, I but, like... respect his decisions. And, like, I don't want old Patrick Stewart anymore. I want, like, 2,000 Patrick Stewart. Well, maybe... Okay, so now I'm wondering, too, if this doesn't indicate that, like, you know, we're all like, how are they going to get mutants in there? Yes. Maybe Doctor Strange's movie is the one that does it. It could very well be. Like, maybe this is, like, if he's real and if he is in fact from a different universe mm-hmm. that it indicates that like something's going to happen and like they get slammed together right i think i i like, don't think that he's plucked from his universe and he's like where am i no i think it's that he is that she manipulated reality where you have always been pietro now but where she've gotten that idea well, that's the thing, is that Agatha kind of, like, incepted that idea Which means her. that, but that would mean that she's... There is a multiverse. Yeah. But it's not, it's not going to be as, as simple, it's not going to be as, like, obvious as, like, I'm just going into the X-Men universe and I'm going to grab him. Like, no, like, for her, she's like, I brought, no, like, I brought back Pietro in my subconscious, mm. but you're not him. And it's like, yeah, well, uh, as far as, he's dead. In, as far as reality goes, I had to get a Pietro from somewhere. And this one remembers being your brother. So See, that's I the end of that. I don't know about that. Like, because she, we all know that she. Because she's surprised. She is surprised. But like, I, I think she's surprised by what he looks like. Not right. the resurrection. Not that he's not him. Well, yeah, but well. Because Darcy's said, like, he, re- he recast him. <laughs> yeah, no, I was going to say that she resurrected Vision. So it's not beyond her to think. That she could do this. But he's especially, a robot. Especially though. when her boys ask her to bring back the dog and she's not gonna do it because she wants him to learn. Yes. Not because she can't. Right. Well, and, and Agatha says, Well, wait a minute, can you? Yeah, and then Pietro shows up. Right. So I guess she maybe she did know she could do it. Or maybe she never asked herself. Right. So then that brings into question, did her subconscious do it because she needed something to relieve the the uncomfortableness of the situation that was going on at the time? Yeah. Or did some other force send it because they need to, to perpetuate this? Right. Like, oh no. I, she, I can't oh have, no. She, <laughs> I can't have Vision realizing what's happening and breaking this down, but like, I, I can't get rid of Vision either because he's the reason she's doing it. Exactly. Well, also, um, I can imagine Agatha or whatever being like, no, you're supposed to want to resurrect people. Mm-hmm. Like she, she has a, she still has a conscience, or she still believes there's there's rules. Right. I need to take that away from her by giving her what she probably really wants. Yeah. And I, I can't give her her brother, but I can give her like, like her brother. Right. Right. And you know, they live in a sitcom world. They already had kids. They can't already just add another kid character. Right. To the- <laughs> Although I will say, in Family Ties, the young. Remember when we were because we were watching Family Ties because it's a channel on Pluto now. Uh, when they had the kid. Like the newest kid, the boy. The boy. Mm-hmm. Whole season, he's a baby. Next season, he's five. Oh, that's funny. They just went, no, <laughs> we're not doing this until the show's over. So time skip him five years. Time skip everyone by five years. Mm. Like what? Unheard of. Yeah. Great stuff. So uh, yeah. 
we'll, we'll, if there's any final thoughts, we'll jump into those. But I just wanted to get to through a couple of super chats. Oh, sure, there's sure. Quite there a might few be some, some... some good points to, yeah. to bring up. Chogobo Kid, my expectations were to be crazy weird. It is. I'm glad you were. Bingo. Be black. Uh, yo, I was dying when Wanda threw up the credits. <laughs> yes. Yes, and tried to walk off during their argument. So glad my wife and I don't have that power to abuse. <laughs> yeah, just like... Credits. The episode's over. Oh, no, you don't. Yeah, and Vicious like, oh, no, no, and then yeah, go them away. yelling over the credits, I was like, that's amazing. It's that's funny and also, like, s- like sad. Yes. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, overly opinionated, like the direction of Phase 4, feel like each Disney Plus show may introduce new members of Young Avengers or Champions. Patriot inspired by Wilson Cap. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd love for Patriot to show up. I'd love for, I think the new, I think the Young Avengers will be the new Avengers, at least to some degree. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, Storm King, do you think that WandaVision will watch differently if you binge it? Stay warm and stay safe. 100%. You too, Storm King. I think you'll probably pick up on more little things that are in the episodes because they'll be you'll be watching one right after you'll the be other. You'll be more aware of them, yeah. So you will remember what happened as opposed to watching. Yes, you won't be focused on the things that the show wanted you to watch and you'll instead be watching other things and go like, oh. Well, I was also just thinking like from week to week, it's like, I remember what happens. I remember the plot, but I don't remember every single little detail because right. I didn't just watch it. I mm-hmm. could, it's only like 25 minutes. It, that's true. <laughs> yeah, we were talking to Ben. Ben was like, oh, I want to, like, I guess I gotta, I'll. I got to sit down. I got to make some time to catch up on WandaVision. We're like, like, there's only five episodes and they're each like 25 minutes. <laughs> I think it's four episodes. Yeah. No, it's, this is the fifth is episode. Is it fifth? Okay. But yeah, so it's like, You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, well, then I guess I'll have extra time. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can watch Twin Peaks. Uh, Danny V900, I was spoiled on the WandaVision reveal two oh. and a half weeks earlier, and the Spanish voice actor revealed it on Twitter. Oh, that's a shame. He was then fired and replaced as the show, as shown in the credits. Just awful mistake. I agree. I mean, it wasn't like a mistake. It was just like that guy screwed up. Well, that was his that's, mistake. That was like, his he mistake. He shouldn't have done that. Yeah, no. Like, that was his mistake for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's a David Prowse mistake. <laughs> You know, when you do that shit, you don't get to your face in Star Wars. That's what happens to you. <laughs> R.I.P. David Press. Uh, B. Black, I think Pietro and Agnes are the are only a wink and a nod. Do you think this really was made by Wanda's subconscious? Uh, maybe her family or pieces of her mind like Tom King's vision. No, I think this is literally what happened. I, I think this is literally happening. Well, the only thing, I, the only reason I think we're leaning so heavily into magic is just because it was stated that this could have ties to Doctor Strange. And she will be in Doctor Strange. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so like that automatically makes you think that they need to, they may have some link right there. And like Agatha would be an easy link. Absolutely, an easy link to make. Although, if so if they're making this show for everyone, right. then Agatha would be in it. Right. Because it's a crazy twist. Mm-hmm. If they're making it for comic book fans, they should be like, no. Right. Because you think you know what's going exactly. on. Exactly. But it's not that. And I know that they are meta doing that sometimes. But you know what I mean? You're like, like no, she's Mephisto. <laughs> Which I know people are theorizing. They're like, it's Mephisto. And I'm like, what? That would be, that would, I, I, get, I get where you're coming from 100%. I'm trying to imagine... The MCU trying to introduce a devil yeah, like the character. devil. Like that's the thing is that I appreciate the the nod, right? And I appreciate, and I, I think it'd be awesome if in a Doctor Strange two movie mm-hmm. he goes to hell and meets Mephisto. Only if Doctor Doom's there. Well, yeah. <laughs> By the way, the second that Fantastic Four movie's made or cast. You gotta you gotta start fast track in Doctor Strange three and make that triumph. Yeah, hashtag hashtag triumphant torment. Triumphant torment MCU. Yeah. <laughs> DS three TT. But yeah, uh, but I think that'd be cool. I don't think that Disney is gonna be like the devil is the main antagonist of Phase Four. Like, 
I, I, I think that's too big. The devil! That said, though, the devil is the complete opposite direction of that they where... they were space? Yeah, we've all... we've Our big bats keep coming from space, and with the Fantastic Four, our big bats will continue to come from space. Yeah, or another dimension, which is basically space. Like, Annihilus. Well, I think they should leave with. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. No. It would be completely... Yeah, we went with mad. magic. We went yeah. with the under... Because we already wasted Dormammu. Oh, did we ever... <laughs> Uh, B Black, I hope they don't make her the big bad. I feel like they did her dirty in the comics. She was gaslit pretty bad by her brother and others when she really needed mental health, but now she's the boogeyman. I had that exact same thought watching this episode in particular. When she's like coming out, she's like, don't fuck with me, I'll kill you. Yeah, and I'm like, you know what's funny? Like, her character is so good at doing this. Right! Well, because of her powers and and because of her like very storied and patchworked past, it, it fits. Yep. But I'm like, Give her a break. Right. Does she need to be the bad guy again? Because it, what's funny is, you know when she's not the bad guy? When she's hanging out with Doctor Strange. Right. Oh, often. Not all the time, but often. Yeah. Like, she's just helping him out. They're working together. Yep. They're colleagues. Right. Yeah. So, as soon as you start putting her in with the, like, mutants, though, mm-hmm. is when it's like, oh, are we leaning that way? Yep. Because, like, you don't even have any right now, so you can't even make her... Like, do her famous, you know, No More Mutants. Exactly. Uh, Philip Kelton, Disney bought Fox. How is this a surprise? A big deal. Uh, it's not. Algie Try, I used to say Strange Academy was my guilty pleasure, but screw that. The comic <laughs> is just pure fun. It is. And what's in the basement? A certain ain't, a certain, uh, anti? anti-magic guy? Late to the stream. <laughs> I can see that. Thank you very much, man. <laughs> oh, you think it's that guy? It could be that guy. Uh, that would be cool. It could definitely be that guy. Hashtag comp pop, hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah to you too. And Thank if it Robbie. is that guy, that's like, shout out to them for like going paying back. Attention. Paying attention to stra- what's been happening with Strange. Right. Uh, Philip says, uh, House of M, no more mutants, let there be mutants. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Denial, love that name. Here it is. <laughs> uh, I'm loving the theory that Mojo's behind this. Like the, that explains the TV format. What do you think, Tiffany? Tiffany doesn't like Mojo. She thinks he's gross looking. I don't like, I don't like him. I don't like his personality. And I, I don't like any of it. Yeah, well, you know, I he's like he's a of send up of, t- of TV No, I've also heard that. I have not heard Mojo. I have heard Mojo. I love that idea. I hate that idea. I love that I idea. I hate it. Mojo's a great idea. No, it's terrible. That's a multiverse. It's, it's the worst idea. It's the best. It's basically. It's better than a Mephisto. <laughs> Miguel Martinez. Hi, fellow kids. What if the boys brought him in knowing, not knowing that's not her brother? Oh, oh, they did it. They're yeah. like, mommy and daddy are fighting. Let's bring back her brother. How do we fix this? Yeah. That'd be cool. That's so childlike. I, I like that. It. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Myers, in my opinion, she is Agatha, Mephisto, or Wanda's real mom. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, King's Portal. I want a relationship like Sal Activities. Sal is fire. Thank he you, is King's Portal. Ah, that's, yeah, I appreciate it. He is on fire. <laughs> From downtown. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's it. I mean, like, you know, I dig this show. Uh, each ish, each episode is, like, giving you more. I'm so excited for Monica Rambeau. I want her to be, I want her to be Captain Marvel. I want her to be I Photon. Do. I, I, I do like her, though, just, like... Just being a sword agent? Just working through all this stuff. Oh, yeah. I, I liked her introduction into the series. Yep, like, great. Tying it directly into what's been happening in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I was kind of floored by that. Same. And I think it's just because... We had been watching S.H.I.E.L.D. for so long and how much S.H.I.E.L.D. didn't tie into Just, anything. Yeah, or it did and it kind of like a really like, ugh. Right, annoying. and then you have the Netflix series which couldn't tie into anything. And yeah. so you have these series now that are going to be allowed to tie in. I'm, I, I get excited. I'm like, 
I shouldn't. They're made yeah. by the same parent company, yeah. and but they're but they're doing things, and they will have impact. Yes, you know, like Monica's introduced due to a plot point from Endgame. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she will become a player. Like now, she's she'll be an Avenger one day. Yeah, it, it's just it's really cool. Um, I it's funny. Like when this this was the one I was excited for. I was like, this looks cool. Agreed. I mean, especially when I saw the trailer. Like when you when they did like all the different reveals of like logos. I was like, I'm interested, but I wasn't jazzed. And after yeah. the first trailer, I was in. Yeah, like, I was so on board. No, you can find many episodes of me being like, couldn't care less about Wandavision. I know. Lame, dumb robot. I know. He's pink. That sucks. Uh, but no. Yeah, it's I, great, I, I, especially because of what it's doing. Like it's not just like it's not just being a good show. No, it's not. They're like not only are they telling us a story in a way we haven't seen come from a comic book property necessarily. Um, I mean, I know some of the uh, stuff they did on like what was it FX with X Men? Yeah, they, yeah, they Legion were, and stuff. They were trying some stuff there as well, so I don't want to yeah. take away from that. But this is playing with like the meta idea of TV. Yes, especially in a world where we're not we're watching sure we're watching it on a TV, but through a streaming service. Mm-hmm. Like, there's something kind of historically cool about that yes that like i'm not watching this on a network where no. these shows would have been right i'm watching this on a service that i pay specifically to watch could watch it on my phone on mm-hmm. my computer or like stream it to my tv right like i don't know i'm like that's cool like yeah. that the meta quality to this is, yeah let's well, fun. like each episode is a is a is a commentary or a like homage to errors in tv mm-hmm and we're watching it on the next era. Yeah. So, and there's going to be, I think, like eight or nine episodes. So, we're in the 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, 2020s. You know, there's four episodes. Yeah. So, like, we're going to see, like, maybe well, it reference or talk about, like, every era of television, I think including that, that one. I think there's going to come a point where we're, we're not just, doing We're going to drop the TV thing. Well, once we drop it, then we're in it. Yeah. This is what this is what entertainment is now. Yeah. And we'll just be watching it and being part of it, which is like kind of meta. Yeah, it's neat. Yeah. I also like the fact that in this last episode we got a like a like a theme song. Like they all had little themes. They but did, like, but for this some one, reason this one was like was rough. Like, <laughs> but it was it worked it, so perfectly. Uh, yeah, the time I know, frame. I know. It was great. Yeah. You know, it's it's too bad. I mean, it's a sitcom. I was gonna say it's too bad that if it's the eighties, they couldn't have made it a like animated toy commercial show like GI Joe or something. I love the commercials too. Oh yeah, they're great. They're great. We need we need an action figure commercial. Yeah, yeah. But it, so has, cool. it has to tie into something Hydra related. Yeah. What does that mean? Also, I don't like that it's the sentient weapon operations and. Well, I don't like the fact that it's not Abigail, but fine, whatever. Well, she'll come. She'll her time will come. I know. <laughs> Uh, Adam Fenhow says Monica's x-rays not coming out could allude to Photon. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, that might be something where they're trying to lead us in another direction where it's like, oh, it's because she had interaction in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's no, like, it's no, actually... She, no, she doesn't want you to know. She has superpowers. Mm-hmm. She's going to have a dope costume. I hope she... <laughs> do a modern version, but like do the white one. Mm, yeah. Where she still gets the fro and the mask. I guess I would also take the next wave one. Hey, by the way, Disney yeah. Plus. Next, next wave. wave. <laughs> that would be fun. That would be fun. Then I'll be able to do next wave on back issues, which I've been wanting to do for 10 years. I know. But we then people would the... actually know what it was. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, 
Uh, yeah, I, I just, I enjoyed it. It's fun. But There's, this episode has a lot of implications, a lot of fun stuff, it and does. it's also a good story. It's funny, too, because it's like, it's such a short show. And yes. honestly, I'm just like, I'm sure there's so many other things we could talk about. Yeah. This. Oh, yeah. You know, like, there's just literally so much going on in these little episodes because of little, like, you know, things the actors are doing, little things, the way the episode shot, mm -hmm. uh, things they choose to show us, things they don't choose to, uh, choose to show us. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> ah, good stuff. Hooray. And it's funny because I think what's sad is I think that Captain Winter Soldier is going to be like, I mean, it's just about a bunch of guys punching bad guys. But and that's kind of not very interesting. It's, I, like, it's still going to be fun. I think it's still going to be fun. I, I think the chemistry of the actors. Oh, yeah. It's, it, in the trailer, it just flies off the screen like it's on a bewinged uh, character. Yeah, I, I would say that when you think about what DC was doing with their shows, mm -hmm. that, you know, not that... The DC Universe shows? Like yeah, Titans? yeah, like Titans and, and Doom Patrol. Doom and Patrol. that, like, Winter Soldier will be more, like, action Titans-esque. Yes. Start, sort of show. And, like... WandaVision's, WandaVision's the Doom Patrol was the Doom show. Patrol, like, let's think about things, what's happening. Yeah. Not that you won't be able to do that with the other show, but I think it's going to be more, a little more straightforward. I agree. Andrew Circuits, what do you, who do you think the aerospace engineer is that Monica wants to build her tank? I was thinking about that, too, when she said that. I was yeah. like, I... It, they put Pietro in this, so like now the sky's the limit as to who they feel like they can afford to pull in. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm like, yes. They also, I will point this out, uh, there's this weird thing. Maybe it's Justin Hammer. <gasps> well, I don't think she'd want Justin Hammer. He no. sucks. Maybe they can't get who she wants, and they're like, right. well, no, we, we work with Hammer. Right. <laughs> oh, I, put Justin Hammer in everything. No, I know. Um,. There's a Fantastic Four tease, maybe. Um, okay, so they dropped the, this trailer for the Super Bowl called Inspiration Four, where they were advertising that you can, you and three other people can win an experience to go into space. And their logo has a four in a blue circle. Also, the company doesn't exist. <laughs> And people are suggesting that this is like a stealth marketing ploy and that like the, the the contest winners will be announced like in March. Maybe the contest winners will be the actors. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, so, I, I, oh, Blue Marvel would be a great idea for the engineer. That'd be cool. Great introduction. To that but that's character. what I'm saying. Like, it, it, it originally. Could be a, it could be Beast. It could be like, well, maybe not that. Why not? Well, because he's in reality. So? I guess it would just be Hank McCoy, not Beast. That's what I'm saying, Like yeah. a non Yeah, yeah, not Beast. Well, he is a mutant, though. Right, but what I'm saying is, like, we're dealing with the bubble, and mm -hmm. Wanda, like, has, a, like, a mutant in the bubble right, right now. Right, so, right. like, that breaks reality. Yeah. Like, I... But, like, what I'm just... I guess what I'm saying is, like, in terms of what who they chose to put in, in terms of, like, paying for an actor and having them come in for a story plot right, point, right, I'm right. like... Okay, well, I, I thought it was going to be like some like small character or whatever, right, but, but now I don't know. Any it could character. be any character. I, I don't know now. It could be, Je it could be Benjamin J. Grimm. <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, like, you could bring in, like, the fact is, if they asked Patrick Stewart, then I guess the other guy, what's his name? Oh, Split? McAvoy? Yeah, James McAvoy might not be far behind. Yeah. Honestly, that's kind of who I thought it was. Like, right. Like, I'll take James McAvoy as MCU <laughs> Professor X, by the way. He's good. He never got a chance to be cool. No. He was only a dick. He was. In every movie, he's a monster. Yes. Or a douchebag. So I'd love to see, like, like real Professor X for a minute. 
even though we all know that real Professor X is also a monster. So anyway, <laughs> uh, we want to thank you all so much for hanging out with us. Uh, we could talk about this all day, oh, but we're not Forge. going to. Forge, great idea. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next time with an all-new episode. Of course, don't forget to subscribe if you want to see more. Like the video, it helps out the channel. Uh, and we'll see you guys tomorrow with a live episode of Elseworlds Exchange where Joel and I are going to talk about hashtag Save Spectacular Spider-Man and how impossible that is. But how much we like that show. Spectacular Spider-Man. It's the best. I remember being like, this, this is stupid. And then like, by the end of the theme, I'm like, I love this show! <laughs> by the end of the theme literally that i'm like uh, i'd I think, love to see the progression of that just you that was me with <laughs> avengers earth's mightiest heroes i was like this w the first time i heard the avengers earth's mightiest heroes theme was at new york comic-con they yeah. played it on a loop for like 10 hours and i'm like this is the worst i hate this always we will fight as one. i'm like this sucks and then I watched a half episode and was like, this is the best thing Marvel's ever produced on, on, on in animated form. Outside of the X-Men animated series, of course. But like, what the hell? <laughs> anyway. So long, everybody. See you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.